Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the first week of February 2020. I'm Jen. And I'm David. Oh, February, we're already in there. Yeah, you know what's, you know what's this month is Toy Fair. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's Toy Fair month. Uh, that starts on the 20th, so mark your calendars to take that day off of work so you can be at home mainlining the news feeds, uh, or in my case, actually just go to work and mainline the news feeds at work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know some podcasts are doing live feeds that day. We're oh, not doing anything that ambitious because, I don't know, I'm probably working. I might not be working. I should check on that. Even then, I wouldn't know how to do it in the live feeding. It would have all my coughs in it that I take out. And no, I don't want that. Yeah. Plus, we'd have to run it through, like, YouTube or something, and we don't do YouTube. But then really. everyone Maybe could, we should. could see my cats. I don't know. That's all Well, we just don't to... turn on the picture. My, but my cats... Everyone needs to see my cats. They're pretty great. Okay, fine. You you could set up a cat cam while we're talking. Actually, it's not a horrible idea, but I have guested on some of our some of our uh, friends' podcasts that have uh, they do video. Uh, That was that was a whole thing because I suddenly was like, oh, I have to do this on one of my laptops because my desktop does not have a camera. Oh, I don't. I don't have. I don't even think my laptop has a camera, but my laptop is like a decade old. I maybe that's something to get a, a laptop to have. Anyway, podcast. Yes. <laughs> <We're talking>. So <laughs> yeah, Toy Fair is is a pretty big thing that's coming up. Uh, Earthrise presumably is going to be the the big thing on display. Uh, it's possible there may be some trickling tail enders of Studio Series, uh, maybe some mm-hmm. Rescue Bots Academy. Uh, but Earthrise is actually already showing up in stores. Uh, at least the MicroMasters are. Yeah. Uh, they have shown up in some targets. Uh, I did not see them the last time I checked my target, but that was probably a week or two ago. Uh, so presumably that means that, uh, you're probably going to start seeing discounts on any remaining Siege Deluxes. Uh, and then, actually, I'm kind of surprised that that didn't all get reset, like, as the post-Christmas thing. Like, after the holidays, everyone... Yeah, it has kind of dragged, it seems like. Although, admittedly, the, the the Transformers section at my local Target is minuscule. Yeah, I mean, but... the ones here aren't very big, but I would definitely have expected to be seeing some, like, half-price shockwaves or something by now. Yeah, I I think I think some of the Voyagers were on sale at one point because the the giant stack of Megatrons and Thundercrackers they had has dwindled. See, a lot of that stuff, at least at the stores here, haven't really stacked up that much. But there have been enough lingering. You know, there's usually like a couple of each size class that yeah, I would have expected them yeah, to be clearing. It's been that mostly that. Out. But it's just like, was it like right after New Year's, like just this mass of thundercrackers showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> it was weird. That sounds like a local problem. It's just the distribution mm. center just, you know, it's like yeah. the old warehouse finds. Uh, but presumably they are going to start actually putting those Earthrise deluxes and such out. Uh, 
I I have come across the Cyberverse Deluxes, so those are showing up. Uh, and actually, they seem to be selling okay. Uh, so keep an eye out for all that. Uh, keep an eye out for the Micromasters. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really surprised that I haven't seen the Siege Deluxes get clearanced out, but but maybe soon. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. The, the only new stuff I found recently is the Cyberverse stuff, like um. There's a Shattered Glass Rodimus, or whatever he's called in the pack that comes with the Sharktacons. <laughs> hey, he is stealthy. I mean, that's that's literally what... Is, that is what the toy is like. At least the, like, the individual toy, the individually packed one that has that color scheme is like stealth attack or something. But it's definitely got the word stealth, because I took a picture of it and posted it to Twitter with the... <laughs> The, the caption is we are sending our most stealthy Autobot checks notes. Oh, yeah. Hot Rod. Stealth Force Hot Rod. <laughs> He's with, not with stealthy at all. <laughs> and, and his buzzsaw is called Fusion Flame on, on the package. Ooh. But it's it's our little um, Gridman from Auntie's buzzsaw. Yay! <laughs> or Auntie from Gridman's buzzsaw. Uh, so... On, the Gnaws are... Really adorable. I need more. They are really tiny and they're really cute. They're uh, very tiny and their their expression is basically um spoilers, they're screaming baby Yoda faces. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, so they're like oh gosh, they're they're almost like bot bot size. They're just really they, small. They are pretty much exactly bot bot sized. So, so yeah, that, that is something that has shown up as uh post-holiday restock. So that's something. Yeah. I haven't seen the Quintazon or I would have got that too. Uh, but we are starting to see more pictures online of uh, stuff that's coming up. Uh, there were yes. pictures, <laughs> apparently still nothing definitive on whether Optimus is going to have blue or gray hands or blue or yellow <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I, yeah. Cause I'm, each each like time they show pictures like in different shows and things, it's something it's a different color. Yeah. But the last pictures were blue hands. I'm sort of curious if there's going to end up being like a running change sort of thing. Oh, like the first Yeah, probably. The first shipment of them has one color and then they change it. Uh so that that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh we are starting to see some leaks of some pictures prior to Toy Fair. Uh, we got Skylinks, uh, which someone, I, I know some people have been like, oh yeah, popular Earth-based character Skylinks, but a space <laughs> shuttle is earthy, also dinosaurs. Dinosaurs yeah. are absolutely from Earth. Yeah, he, he's, well, he's odd, but he's not that odd. Also, I I just want to note that uh, Aaron Archer hated Skylinks, so you can tell that he's <laughs> not. We we have moved beyond his uh, his time at Hasbro because this is our second Skylinks uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he looks. I think some people were saying he's a commander class. I well, I think he kind of has to be big i think what was it in the listing that seems like a lot to invest in skylinks well yeah but it's the thing skylinks has always been big yeah he's supposed to be commander class so yeah he's gonna be actually pretty huge which is interesting uh, i guess chungus he's gonna be a big chungus uh, i guess we're going to see if people like skylinks that much uh 
we have also seen our first pictures of Scorpionok. Uh, yes. who well, e- excitingly um, has was... more reasonable proportions than his original first, toy. First color pictures. I mean, it, it, his proportions are very much like the G1 Marvel comic size. Yes. He, he has posable fingers on his nippers. Yes. Finally. Not on, just the thumb. On his, on his claws, which, yeah, he was kind of drawn as sometimes his claw being divided, yeah. not into like proper fingers, but into like at least halves uh so, yeah, little man- manipulators mandible yeah so like. it does look like he's going to be able to do at least some degree of uh of fine grabbing uh yes his head is a reasonable size which i'm i mean we pretty much assumed well no we we saw like a grayscale picture of him and they had him next to a voyager star scream and he's the same size as a Voyager, and that's the head. That's, <laughs> that's realizing weird. Realizing his scale is amazing. Cause I, would I mean, have, unless they changed it, but... I would have assumed that it would just be, like, the same size as Cerebros uh, from the Fortress Maximus. Well, I don't know how big the Cerebros is. Uh, he's about deluxe size. So, I mean, oh. I guess he might be sort of a tall deluxe, and, you know, there's been a lot of, like, size creep in the different yeah, the, the... stuff. Depending upon the toy, it, it's different. Like the the seekers are a bit taller than a deluxe, but there's bigger voyagers than them. Yeah, so it, it may just be something like that. It just looks tall. I I do need to see if I can find the pictures of the the head robot mode because I am sort of curious how that's going to work out. Considering that original Scorpionok again just had the one very small headmaster, well, uh, which was like- Zarek. His helmet is part of him. Right. Right. Uh, so it was always a little funny looking. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, Scorpionok was always one of the, the best parts of the Marvel comic, uh, especially Furman stuff. Uh, again, <laughs> as I believe we've discussed, <laughs> he's Illidan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, it has come up before. And, and, uh, there's also pictures of more little Battlemaster guys who are bridge connectors. Ooh. There's more than just the one guy. Yay! And, um, That's cool. more Micromasters, but the pictures they're using of the Micromasters mm-hmm. are pictures from the wiki. Uh huh, that's <laughs> not the seem new very toys. Which, which means we don't know what the, the two guys that become a space shuttle actually look like in toy. Aww. Hopefully that hasn't gone weird again. Cause there was one other previous one where it was great. One part was grayed out because the wiki grays out the part that it, the two part combiners and you have to show somehow that which half he is. Right. And they didn't realize that. Which one is actually uh, the, the one being referenced in that article. Uh, yeah. so yeah. And we, you know, as, as we've, I, probably discussed but as people are aware of now uh there's going to be some of the like micromaster bases are going to be people now uh and they're going to be compatible with all the shield stuff so the the thing with the shield slash roads is it's really neat it's neat to see them doing a good bit with it uh so that that seems like it's going to be a lot of fun to play with uh, so yeah, uh, look forward to more news about that, uh, certainly in the next coming weeks, but probably culminating uh, the weekend starting the 22nd, uh, when they're going to be showing all of that stuff off at Toy Fair. I assume they're probably going to have a full size, maybe not, you know, maybe still prototype to some degree, 
maybe not production, but I imagine we're going to see Scorponok there. I'm I'm very I'm very excited about that Scorponok. I'm not going to be waiting for that one to show up at Ollie's. I'm I'm going to be buying that like as soon as it's up for pre order. My my Fort Max needs his nemesis. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just picturing myself. I'm just going to get him and pull him out of the box. Go prepare to feel the sting of Scorponok. I love Rebirth. I love yeah. late Marvel G1. Just Scorponok is like him and Fortress Maximus are like the culmination of so much of the the more uh, non-1984 stuff that I love about Transformers. So very excited. Uh, yes. <laughs> so anyway, moving on from Scorponok. Uh, there is new movie news, nothing that's really... Solid, but... Yeah, someone is apparently working on a Beast Wars movie? <laughs> yeah, that, like, we're getting, we're getting another Bumblebee movie, no surprise, although it's taken a while for us to get a even rumor that it's coming out. Yeah, and this is but all also Beast from, Wars? What? This is all from movie industry news sources, too, yeah. so it's not like... Basically, it's from the kind of news sources that don't actually know what a Beast Wars is. No, uh, which is why it's it's so confusing. Like, I mean, we dream of a Beast Wars movie, but what? How? What? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to have it turn out, because weren't they talking about doing some animated movies that um, would presumably, presumably at some point, yeah. be like a different... I don't know, scale of production. Uh, so maybe it's something like that. I, I, I don't know. I, Beast Wars I, is one of those things. It's, and it's, it's weird because it's kind of unique for me in, in Transformers that I've gotten used to the idea of there being like a bunch of different continuities Optimus Primes, but I cannot get my head around like a different, an Optimus Primal who is not just that Optimus Primal. Yeah, that, well, that's another thing. It's like with the names, what the hell would they, what the hell are they going to call Megatron? <laughs> I, I mean, he's Megatron. Even he's just that, I, a different Megatron. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure the movies, if, Michael Bay still has any control over them would do anything like that. Uh, Beastatron. No. No. There are so many things they could, like, it could just be animated. It could be like a a robot version of the Jungle Book. (laughs) It could be Enter the Spider-Verse with animal robots. I I don't know. I'm, I'm infinitely curious, but what... I just feel like, and and I mean, again, maybe maybe it it helps me. Maybe I'm so able to understand like different versions of pre Beast Wars stuff, having you know different multiversal stuff because it used to be you know there have always been at least two continuities like. Since 1984, there was at least the comic and the cartoon, whereas Beast Wars was always just itself. You know, there are 
it was it was a multiversal singularity not uh, counting a few minor splinter universes like the the pre-tv show comic book where optimus primal is a bat <laughs> yes but then when you get to stuff like when idw was pulling in the beast wars characters for like unicron minions and i just yeah, were, uh, i couldn't yeah, um, get on board with that you know yeah, as much no, as i loved so it. much else that they did so it's just those characters were so good and the writing was so good and it's just like all I could ever want them to do is just maybe reanimate the original series. Kind of, yeah. Like, But if they do that, what the heck would they even do? I, I mean, unless the entire movie is Dinobot joins the team, Dinobot becomes a good guy, Dinobot dies saving proto-humans in the end... Yeah, like I, mean, I that would be the most likely, unless it's just a jumble. It's so I don't know. I I don't know, and I don't know if I'll be able to be fully on board with with anything they do because Beast Wars was already perfect exactly the way it was. And... Kind of, yeah. I mean, the only way I could really fully be fully invested is like bring back David K. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's still really into the character. You know, and he still does a lot of voice acting. Yes, yes, he does. He won an Emmy. Uh, I guess though he does more like narration than voice acting. Uh, but uh, still, yeah, now uh, I I get to hear occasion. I'm, I swear that there's this like uh, I say local, but I mean like the DC metropolitan area. So its idea of local is pretty broad. Uh, but there's a news station that I listen to where they tend to play a lot of ads that are geared directly towards, like, people running federal agencies. And there's one that I swear that's his voice, like, talking about, talking up some, like, really, really obtuse, deep-level, like, federal government product. It's like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'll buy it. Uh, I, I'm not sure I like the idea of deep deep state Megatron. Well, <laughs> no, I I just mean something that, like I said, I I don't even entirely understand what he's selling because it's ah. just something that's so far into like bureaucracy that I I don't understand it. But but I would buy it because it's him. He makes it sound really good. Uh, so yeah, it's I don't know. I guess we will find out if if it even makes it, you know, to production. Uh, it sounds like yeah, they have sort of their more A-level people working on the actual Bumblebee stuff, uh, because I think the person who was attached to the Beast Wars one was someone who worked on, like, the Independence Day sequel, so... Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, there's probably worse choices, but uh, not filled with confidence. I really need to, to rent that or something at some point. Uh, see if mm. it's see if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, so, speaking of resurrecting things from the 90s, uh, there has been, actually, just as of today, when we're recording this, uh, announcement of BotCon being yeah revived. well a few days ago the the botcon twitter tweeted something that wait what it's coming <laughs> back from the grave and it i thought we killed you and it wasn't just certain parties accidentally retweeting racist memes on the botcon twitter 
Yeah, the um, Botcon is problem. Is it problem? I'm not sure it's really problematic. There are issues involved in that. Well, it got taken away from them because well, some people involved in it retweeted racist shit. I didn't think that was why it got taken away from them. I thought it. Well, got that probably ta- didn't help. Well, it probably didn't help. But I, my, I thought it was really just because Hasbro wanted to try to have BlizzCon. Uh, and they didn't really understand that they are not Blizzard. <laughs> oh, you, you did mean it. Yeah, there, there's... They did, did they only do one Hascon? Yes. Jeez, I thought... Oh. <laughs> As, I mean, I could kind of understand why they tried to go too big too quick. Yeah. But <laughs> they only did one? It's a little surprising. I mean, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it really felt like they wanted to do something like what Blizzard does with their convention, which, you know, because they have World of Warcraft and they have StarCraft, so they would have, like, you know, StarCraft tournaments, because that is a massive uh, esports thing. Uh, Overwatch now is a massive esports thing. Uh, and you so, can play Diablo on your phone. Yeah, well, yes. Uh, so they had so much... That you could do at a, at at BlizzCon, uh, but Hasbro is not. I mean, they make toys. You can come and you can play with some toys, and it's not like you're having. I guess did they have like any of their Wizards of the Coast tournament stuff there? I feel like maybe um, they did. Yeah, they they had some D and D stuff there, and and the other thing. It, it's just that, like not as many other things cross over. I mean, you got Transformers and the Ghost of GI Joe. Yeah, in one corner. <laughs> Which I guess have a brief honorable news mention to, uh, who is it? Jack's Pacific? Or Jazzwares. Jazzwares. One, uh... one of those two companies that I kind of am surprised is still around, and I vaguely remember them making Mortal Kombat toys. Yes, Jazzwares got a license to make some G.I. Joe stuff, so it'll be interesting. Six inch G.I. Joes, supposedly. Yes. Uh, I have noticed just as a, a side discussion of the toy industry before we go back to BotCon, uh, yeah. I have noticed that, uh, for instance, like the Lennard alien stuff, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen people complaining about how cheap that seems, but it's, I feel like we get a lot of companies, you get this like reaction stuff and the Funko stuff where stuff is yeah. like cheap, but it's super expensive. Uh, yeah. So. Whereas- also, the aliens are, are the opposite. That They look cheap, and they are cheap. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, that other companies would easily charge at least $50 for that $20 Alien Queen. Uh, and oh, yeah. I bought it because I've decided that any toy that is sufficiently large and visually striking counts as home decor. Uh, <laughs> and also, there are some others that I haven't seen myself, but other people have reported at Walmarts that are like $20... Along the same size, uh, there's an Iron Giant, uh, and there's, I think, a Robbie the Robot uh, from Forbidden Planet, uh, oh, which neat. I think are about, like I said, that same $20, but very large. Uh, so it does seem like there is, you know, there's this, been this this uh, <clears throat> trend in the toy industry to go for like the the more it's getting more expensive you get all these very collector oriented things and it feels like there is a a push by some companies to sort of backfill down into that lower 
you know, making the the cheaper toys. And I'm hmm. sort of curious to see which way Jazzwares is going to go with that, uh, whether they're looking to make basically the G.I. Joe Black series or whether they're looking to make the G.I. Joe Leonard's Aliens I, series. Well, I think the thing is they're going six inch because six inch tends to be the more collector oriented scale of your Star Wars and your Marvel and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, they're so for- I would assume it'd be that the, range. Their Fortnite stuff is all over the place. Oh yeah. They have and you know, I'm I'm not twelve, so I don't play Fortnite, but the, the character designs are sort of interesting. I know there's one that's basically yeah, just I've... a guy in a banana suit that people love getting just because it's a guy in a banana suit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I I've seen a couple of them, it's like I've almost got them, but they're they're slightly a different scale and like even though they're amusing, it's like, dude, I don't really need this ridiculous outfit dude right. from something I don't know other than it's shiny. But they do have like the the higher end, like that twenty dollar black series level, and then they do also have the cheaper ones. So that's yeah, you know, it is interesting. It's I'm gonna be interested to see where they go with the GI Joe stuff. But anyway, speaking of GI Joe, Botcon. Anyway, Botcon, yeah, <laughs> because I mean, yeah, so the, that was sort of work, one of the problems Botcon, with fun uh, productions was they were they were twelve inch show collectors. Yeah, uh, they, they were. Originally, so okay. So, Botcon is coming back, and apparently, by all indications, it's it's run by some people from old old stuff. Like like, was it Carl Hartman? I think. Yeah, Carl Hartman made the big announcement about it. Uh, so it it is sort of interesting that it's just Carl and not John. But I'm pretty sure John is kind of done. It with was the, it was Carl and some other people stuff. like. Hydra, whatever his actual name is, and some yes, other Andrew Hall. people that have been in the fandom for a while. Mm-hmm. Not anybody actually related to the previous running of BotCon that ran it into the ground, but um, they're using a website to sell their stuff that is tied to one of the previous people. Yeah, there's been this whole, and apparently, like, there's been meltdown this has been like a breaking point on some parts of the fandom cough all spark cough uh, today has been a kerfuffle i mean basically the the short story and i can i can go on so much about pete sinclair to the point that it was kind of a joke at tfcon but i just would be yeah. like ah every time i saw him just ah that guy uh, but basically, he has shown himself to be someone who does not share our values of inclusivity for the fandom. Uh, yes. To to put he's, it concisely. Uh, no. uh, so he's not someone who we would want to see involved in any kind of official Transformers stuff. Not someone who any of us would no. want to give any money to. Um, um, no, even though I, I technically kind of accidentally have. <laughs> Did um, you buy something from him? I bought something from Night Shining, the, the website that, that they're working with, which is Pete Sinclair's. Ah. I bought the, um, the Red Man, uh, Kaiju Hunter comic that Matt Frank drew. Ah, okay. And it comes through them because I can't import the Japanese. Well, I could import the Japanese edition, but it would cost twice as much. Mm-hmm. So I just got the English version. Not that there's a lot of text in it, but... He has been running his own convention for a couple years, uh, Ah. which I've heard is 
fine by people who have the luxury of not having to be concerned about inclusivity. Uh, yeah. But so that does lead me to wonder if he, I mean, if basically this is just something that he's going to be rebranding his own convention as VotCon, or if he's really genuinely not going to be involved beyond the website, though honestly, you you can almost certainly do better <laughs> as far yeah. as the the web end of things goes, because I mean like the old botcon website was notoriously hacked and yeah, everybody got times. there. Which was hilarious because from the moment it wa- it launched, and I was always kind of notorious for being super down on the new people running BotCon. Uh, but from the moment it launched, it looked like the kind of site that a hacker would look at and say, that's an easy target. Uh, I mean, when I... The, the one time that I actually pre-registered for that BotCon when it was pretty early on, you know, before it had been hacked, I made a point to buy a prepaid Visa card <laughs> to to make any payments on it because it looks super sketchy. So I I don't know that that's the best, you know, I feel like they're probably better online retail, you know, better online store platforms. But it is what it is. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on it. Uh, I feel like TFCon has been such a a good thing for the fandom, and I, I, I don't know that I've seen TFCon like go out of their way to be super inclusive about things, but also they are definitely not not that way. Uh, you know, the TFCon I went to, like I was starting to feel vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Even the the art room was like the fandom had had met me at like Autobot Himbo Thirst and then gone way past me to Monster Fuckers. So it was oh, blessed <laughs> blessed children. That was just like the actual art room. Uh, so I feel like TFCon has always been like whatever their they aren't vocal about whatever their personal thoughts on any of it might be, which is a plus, uh, but also they absolutely are not stopping people from from expressing themselves uh, in, you know, whatever way. And I mean, not to say that the fun publications people ever explicitly said, you know, no trans people allowed, but like I said, they... they some of their members could be sometimes well okay that's a lie because because Brian Savage literally led a Christian prayer at the first dinner so well which is inherently bad it, it just um, all of my New York Jewish friends there were horrified by yeah it, it's maybe not a good look yeah it was just not not so yeah that that is not something that makes people feel especially included or comfortable if if they are not part of the dominant group so anyway be welcoming do not exclude anyone yes so that was a, a whole thing so we will still i guess be seeing how things have played out i mean i i will say that Carl Hartman is someone who I have been friends with for probably half my life. Uh, 
not to the point of like aggressively seeking each other out to to talk but you know we will absolutely stop and chat when we're at a convention together and we're friends on facebook etc etc uh so so yeah that's that's the news. <laughs> that's that news. Yeah, that, that, anyway. that's, that's news. We're awaiting further details. Yes, we are awaiting further details. Um, while the... <laughs> not that we have gone to any... Well, I haven't gone into any conventions in quite a while, so I'm not that likely to go to this unless it's in my area. Yes. While the AllSpark like, breaks you know. down over... The moment you put up a politics and religion forum, like I have found that the people I want the people I least want to talk about politics and religion with are the people who want to talk about politics and religion with people. (laughs) Yeah. Like one discord I go to created a sub forum for, or a sub discord unrelated officially to the main discord for politics and stuff. And it's like, no, I don't want to go there. I no. (laughs) I try to avoid talking to people. Yeah. Anyway, so, so comics, there's new comics. No, it's just like yeah, there's <laughs> comics. Like I'm, I'm. It's nice to have the idea of another Transformers convention. I'm thinking maybe calling it BotCon if you're unrelated to the previous one was maybe a bad idea. Well, I mean, Carl Hartman was one of the organizers of the first one, so yeah, he is very I mean, related if he's to still the original one. Associated to the name, I, I guess. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like he is definitely justified in still using the name, but. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah, one last thing before we move on to talking about the actual comics that have been released already. Uh, so remember how I was saying that one of the best things about the Transformers 84 special was that it knew to only be, it only needed to be a single issue? Oh, right. Yeah, I almost forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, there's going to be a new Transformers 84 miniseries? limited run something they've decided it needed to be more issues and i'm like no i mean stop that ultimately no i mean i guess it's going to give simon Furman more work but yeah that's fine i mean it was enjoyable i guess it was fine the thing is it doesn't i mean i guess it sounds like it's a little bit of a continuation of the overarching the like underlying yeah, story like, of the first one, but it's not like a direct continuation of the story. So that's wasn't fine. it like a prequel of this original G one? I don't. Well, I mean the the original uh, uh, Transformers eighty four special. Oh, so it's so, like I guess maybe I didn't actually read that one. It's it's a continuation of that the the under the underlying <laughs> plot that basically oh, wait, that, Optimus that was the, um... had arranged for them. Yeah, that's Was that the, the punch and counterpunch one? Yeah, okay, I yes. did read that, and I almost completely forgot it existed. <laughs> Ooh, that's not a good sign. Uh, yeah, and it had my it had my boys, it had my twin boys, my twin sons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the underlying plot that Optimus had arranged for them to lead Megatron away into basically a death trap. Uh, so it it continues that but it doesn't presumably directly continue the same story with the same character so that's fine because if you had tried to draw that story out for four issues it would have been really inane uh 
So anyway, speaking of drawing things out for many more issues than they need to be, you ready to talk about the ongoing <laughs> comic series? Yes, which which we've been behind on because we haven't done a podcast in a while, so we sort of have two, but we don't really need to talk about both of them. I'm, I'm, it's getting better in in that. Oh, hey, this feels like this could have been issues four and five of a series, but. <laughs> Instead of 15 and 16. Yeah, 15 was just... Eh. Wait, which one was 15? It was there. Uh, it I, was well, basically just... Well, it was mostly just... about Megatron confronting Shockwave, which was okay. It felt like it was too many pages long, but... Yeah, it it was really way longer than it needed to be. And then uh, 16... Uh, suddenly Josh Burcham is on colors, and I don't know that yeah, well, his extremely wasn't he bright in the colors. Last issue too? Maybe I think he was in both these issues, but it was I really think he might have been on for a while. But like, like this finally feels like oh hey, this is the last comic series colors again. Yeah, it's lively. Which I don't know if it suits this art as well as it suited Kay Zama's. Um, no, but it it, it does elevate the artwork quite a bit. It, it works, I suppose. It makes it very bright. Uh, so, yeah, we had some things happen. Starscream is doing things, which is always a bonus. Yeah. Like like seeing Starscream. Uh, he's meddling around in everyone's affairs. Uh, and, I mean, really, the the between the two issues, one interesting thing happens, and it happens at the end of 16, which is that uh, some of the... Decepticon slash risers slash Ascenticons, uh, one of the more interesting groups, uh, actually gets in touch with a Titan, which is Vigilum, uh, specifically, which I believe was the one, which, well, no, that was, was that, that was, Cursor was the one who was a prison, but now I'm which, like um, needing was, to double check this stuff, which I guess Vigilum I should have done. Was that um, Elita One's one? Uh, I think so. Actually, now I I feel like one was just named for the other. So yeah. let me look that up. I'm just I, I'm just glad that like the banter is actually starting to feel good and entertaining, especially involving Flame War. Right. She needs another toy at retail since she hasn't actually had one. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> ever at retail. Or maybe she she maybe she got like an itty bitty one, like a Legends. Yes, I was correct. Vigilum uh, was known as Carcer, uh, but Carcer turned out to actually be Vigilum. Okay, that's what threw me off. So yes, that was the one that was basically Liege Maximo's prison, but then I don't know that we're getting into the 13 kind of stuff, so I don't know if Liege Maximo is going to have anything to do with anything. Uh, but it is interesting that there there is apparently just a Titan. I thought that looked like it was just floating around Cybertron, so, yeah. uh, so that's a thing. Uh, also, Skystalker is a city speaker, which I like because he was one of the MicroMasters who came with a great big base. Yeah. Uh, also, he, he's just cool. <laughs> just randomly oh, okay. declaring was... individual MicroMasters to be cool. There, there was two convention-exclusive Flame Wars, and then there was a, a Prime series Legend Scale. Yeah. Which I might have that one, too. It's like an RC. I, 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 I might be a Flame War completist. <laughs> Good job. 
Uh, yeah, I did I not end up with a flame war? I feel like I should have at some point just from from my position in the fandom at the time. Uh, but yeah, so that's... Yeah, I Flame War is good in this. There's that's the thing is is he's good at some of the individual character moments with some of the like randos basically like this Megatron. I really can't get a good feel for. Yeah, it's he seems to like change from issue to issue. Yeah, and part of that may be that you know it's it's a different. He's like code switching basically like he's behaving a certain way with certain groups because of yeah each one's like from a different perspective is like here's him working with the ascent gods here's him trying to talk to optimus and things it it, that makes sense but it doesn't help reading yeah it it doesn't give a good impression of who he is uh but like the story with nautica and road rage was really good you know Mm. he does good like single like I said, stories about some randos, but that's not the story that he's, he's not telling their story. Yeah, uh, that that's, I guess that's kind of the problem. It's The problem is that he's on the mainline Transformers book when he should be writing the side book with all the goofier characters. Yes. So, so yeah, it's, it, it continues to be okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's got good it's, moments like, you know, the, these these Ascenticons breaking into this facility and getting in touch with Titan, and there's some interesting world building going on there. But then, I I felt like really the issues 15 and 16 were like a show of of the weaknesses and the strengths of the writing in this series. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I haven't caught up with Galaxies yet. Uh, we are thinking um, of maybe just discussing it when. You know, by story arc, except when we're actually excited by a story arc. In yeah, probably because um, I don't even remember. I think last issue three. It's mm-hmm. been a while. Yeah, yeah, three was the last one. Uh, I okay. still need to. I have a huge to be read pile, uh, and it doesn't help that the guy at the the comic book shop was like, "Hey, there's all this new X Men stuff coming out. You want all of it?" And I was like, "Sure." Oh uh, no, so... not all. Well, for one, get get rid of the um, what the one with the angels in the title. I've heard yeah, that one's not good. He the said rest of them are supposed one... to be good to great. He said that one's probably not going to get uh, or will probably be canceled pretty soon. Which I was yeah. like, yeah, that's because no one cares about Quanin. No one ever cared about Quanin. No one cares about Quanin. Uh, anyway, so so yeah, my to be red pile is aggressive. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, that's, that's where we are with the Transformers comics right now. They're still sort of going on. Uh, I am kind of looking forward to Transformers 84, the limited series, because it, it was kind of interesting. I really liked, uh, Guido Guidi doing that kind of art, uh, Josh Burcham doing that extremely 80s comic coloring, uh, and you know, it, it was interesting and it didn't, it, it was written by someone who knew how to write comics specifically. Uh, so. Yeah, well, it, 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 writers of novels, there's often a learning curve. Yes. Yeah. Even like some, some of the longer best. longer than others. Some of the best novelists have come to comics and taken a few issues to really get going. So it's. Or years. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, which reminds me that I should look into Sean Ann McGuire's Spider Gwen stuff because I do like her writing in general. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that one's supposed to be really good. Yeah. But uh, I haven't read it. Anyway, so yeah, that is pretty much our news for right now. Uh, we will definitely have a Toy Fair episode coming up, if nothing in between. Uh, and who knows, if stuff happens in between, maybe we'll do another one for that too. At some point. At some point. Alright, so anything else you can think of? Anything, any pressing concerns? No, I think we've rambled on enough, like the, the current comics being good, tentatively, tentative about BotCon existing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to give Pete Sinclair money. He's a terrible human being. Uh, but. No, but I, I would like more <laughs> Red Man comics from Matt Frank. Yeah. And, and I there. I would like... I'll just I buy him on Amazon. I liked going to TFCon. I, I don't know if I've brought this up previously, but I'm going to go off on a wild tangent for a second. There's this story from Norse mythology called the Locusena, which is basically Wait, Loki goes to a party. the wild was, tangent? Yes, I know. Loki goes to a party to which he was not invited because he's angry that he was not invited. And basically everyone is just trash. Well, it's him trash talking everyone and everyone trash talking him. And that's always kind of how BotCon post 3H felt to me. Like I was there and I was not necessarily invited, but fuck you guys for not inviting me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I... I recently saw that that phenomenon described somewhere, and I can't remember where. But TFCon did not feel that way. Uh, So I'm... I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with BotCon, or if I just keep going to TFCon when it comes to the D.C. area. Hmm. Or maybe Toronto. Maybe I'll get my passport renewed. Yeah, at some point we should go to Toronto. I Hang out with Rob. Well, can't you do a passport with um, uh, driver's license? I think Not mine a... does that, at least for Canada. Well, what do you mean? Like, you can't enter Canada with just a driver's license anymore. Or at least you can't return. I... It's been a long time. I thought... No, I thought that I thought I got a new driver's license because of that. Although that may just be a New York thing since oh, we're so fucking close. There's that new real ID thing. Maybe it has to do with that, so... I need to get a new license with my new address on it, so I'll see if that's hmm. maybe that will apply, and then I could go to Canada with that. Well, maybe for other reasons, I should get my passport renewed anyway. <laughs> yes. So that that is it for that the first part of February. <laughs> yeah, the, the first well, part maybe only February. <laughs> until let's the end. talk. Let's talk about Norse mythology. Uh, so uh, we could probably do a podcast on that, but no, we do enough podcasting. Yes, we I, do. I have too much to edit. Yes, we do. Uh, so yeah, until Toy Fair, this has been Jen and David. Good night.
Iacon Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.